what began as an experiment to bring my 11-year-old daughter into my business has evolved into Our Young Creators, a podcast, a training center, and a movement dedicated to equipping kids with real-world marketable skills so that they can fund their own brighter futures. We're here to inspire you to turn consumption time on devices into creation time and use technology as a tool to bond and not bicker with your kids. Join us each week as we share the inner workings of our partnership and bring you stories from guests of all ages and from all walks of life on our quest to nurture and to celebrate our young creators. Today, I have a special guest for us to learn from, and I am so excited to introduce you to my friend. Before I do, if we haven't already met, my name is Young Pratt, and I am the Chief Dreamer right here at Our Young Creators. And we are on a mission to help parents and kids bond over their tech devices and not bicker. Now, this is especially important as summer is approaching very quickly and there may be extra time on devices. So if you're ready to start bonding and using time on devices in a very intentional way, I would love to have you join us and share this video with your friends. So now, without further ado, I would love to introduce my new friend, Shannon Robison. And she is super mom. She is a mom of eight and she homeschools her kids. And today I wanted to bring her on as we're talking about authenticity and showing up and being who we are because she's exactly who she is every day. She gets to interact with her amazing family. She serves her community. So I wanted to bring her on today. So Shannon, Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you said yes, and we can connect today. Oh, thank you so much for asking me. I'm quite honored to be here and speak to your community. Amazing. So today, I wanted to talk about simplicity because I think that it's often something that we forget about. You know, when there's so much out there as far as tools and resources and programs and things, it can easily get really complicated really fast. And especially as we're going into the summer months where kids are going to be home more often, we need to figure out intentional ways to help us make the most of summer. And I know with you, with your amazing family, it's all about doing things as simply as possible because you have to just get it done. Absolutely. That is, this is such a great topic because with summer right around the corner, those families who have um, situations where the mom is at home, whether she is 
is, you know, even working outside the home, working as an entrepreneur at home, if you are used to that time during the day when the children are gone and then all of a sudden here they are, they show up and they're here for the next couple of months, that can throw a schedule off very quickly. And even as a homeschool family, as a homeschool family we're kind of wrapping up some things too. So our schedule is going to look a lot different than it does the rest of the year. You know, different activities, extracurricular, those things have wrapped up and you have this extra time. And so it is so easy to just say, hey, we're off for the summer. And I think that is where a lot of times by the end of the summer, we start seeing moms, um, dads too, but moms especially going, oh, when school's starting back, whether you are in a public school, private or homeschool situation. And there are ways I have learned over the years to jumpstart that, to get on the front side of that. So the summer is enjoyable. And by the time you get to the end, you're, you're like, oh, it's over. And you're looking forward to the next time you have a break together, which I guess is Thanksgiving, right? And, and that's such an important message to end your summer wishing there was more rather than waiting for the day the kids go back to school because they're only young ones. They grow up so quickly. And I think we're always in such a rush, rush, rush to do the next thing. We forget to take a step back, to simplify, and to be intentional, especially during the summer months. What are some of your best tips on coming from a place of simplicity so we can start to enjoy our summer with our kids even more? Oh, I, I will first say that I do not want your community, your people to think that, A, I have it all together. B, I have all, all of the steps and everything figured out because I certainly don't. Um, with eight kids, the oldest being, the three oldest are 18, 20, and 23 right now. The oldest is married and out of the home. The 20-year-old is, is still here but in college, so he comes and goes. Um, and then our next is our 18-year-old daughter. So she's still in high school and here with us too. So when I was parenting those three, I ran a tight ship, very um, organized, very intentional through everything that we did. We still had fun, don't get me wrong, but everything was picked up, everything was in its place. And then the next kids came and it pretty much was running that way. But then when the Lord gave me triplets, all that for us. <laughs> and the Lord used that in my life to show me truly, you are in control here, Shannon. And even that, we've been battling that for a long time because I've always wanted to have that control, right? So with that, it really made me step back. I had to step back and say, yeah, that's just not so important. You have three small, tiny humans that you're trying to feed and clothe and take care of. Things had to change or it wouldn't be um, a beautiful, joyful environment. And that's what I always want to have a home where people are loving to learn and want to learn and be lifelong learners and that there's joy. Now, promise you, it's not always that way. That's the goal. And so we're working that way and we can regroup quickly. But as you go into the summer, this is a perfect time to sit down with the family, write out the bucket list. What are, what just be, let them dream. I mean, I, I mean, it can be the craziest trip anywhere. You never know who could call you and say, hey, we're not going to use our timeshare. And there you go. There You have a vacation. You just don't know. But let them start dreaming. Write everything out. 
that, you know, it's like a Christmas list. They don't get everything on a Christmas list, but write down everything as a family that they might want to do. You will be surprised. They will say ice cream trip. Go get ice cream. They'll say simple, simple things that don't cost hardly anything. Go to the park for the day. Well, that's easy. Um, so that's one thing I do. Then you can get the calendar out and be deliberate because before you know it, that summer will be gone. If you're not careful and you've got, you know, all just everybody's just, you blink and it's gone. It just is. So be deliberate. Write some things down on the calendar as a family. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. You take your family budget and work through that. Sure, have the days where everybody's off and they have free play. But we all know when we have kids who have <laughs> the triplets, especially, you, you get from free play indefinitely, it never ends well. So mm -hmm. it is good to have activities. Pinterest is amazing. Moms, hop on Pinterest. Start making some boards of little activities you can do with the kids. If they're into electronics and they're into, um, um, you know, their, their devices, yeah, this is perfect. Learn how to do a family podcast. Learn how to do video editing. There's so many things you can do. But the, the key is being deliberate and on the front side. Is this the summer you help teach your daughter or your son how to menu plan? How you make your grocery list? Start thinking ahead of these skills you can teach them because if they're away from you normally in a year, you know, during the day in another school environment, this is your time if you're home with them to make memories, but you're teaching them things at the same mm -hmm. time that they will treasure those memories too. So main thing is deliberate, use your calendar and be purposeful in how you approach this summer. And that will bring you joy if you are used to being a person who runs on the schedule. Wow, so many amazing takeaways there. I want to backtrack a little bit because you revealed something and you said that, you know, I don't have it all together and that's okay. And it really ties in so beautifully with what we're talking about here on our Facebook page all week. And that is showing up authentically that sometimes it is okay to be messy. Sometimes it's going to happen. Life happens. And the one thing we can do is be ourselves and really just learn to be a little more flexible about certain circumstances we don't have control over, even though we want to be in control. We have to learn to know when to let go and step back and say, whew, okay, let's try this again. So thank you for that, because I think as parents and especially moms, we have this ideal person we are all trying to become the person we see down the street that we see at school. And from the outside, you know, we see all the good things. With ourselves, we tend to see all the bad things. So being able to take a step back and recognizing what our gifts and talents are, one, is really going to serve us, and two, being able to say, it's okay. Today didn't pan out exactly as we planned, and we, there's a lesson to be learned in every situation. And the idea for the kids in sitting down and planning, I think, is brilliant because a lot of times as parents, especially as entrepreneurs and moms, we're always thinking we want to do these things with our kids and then feeling badly because we didn't make all these things happen. But we're planning the more complicated things. We're planning the big, bigger vacations because we want to make those memories but like you said, the kids are writing down, they want ice cream day. To them, life is so simple. 
it's pretty much black and white. We want to do this. Whereas I think, again, moms, we all want to be super mom and do all the things and, and run the business and the family and do have a clean house and have a home cooked meal every night. It's not always possible. And that's okay too. But remembering that if we go into it intentionally, thinking about creating memories, giving our kids tools to live a better life, giving them resources to use those devices more intentionally and intelligently so they can serve others and really, you know, show up and be the person they are meant to be. So, so many good things. And the idea of going to Pinterest, I love, because again, it's simple. We're not going to sign up for a membership site. We're not going to, you know, sign up for every activity in the summer. Let's first take a 20,000 foot view, and then we can start filling in the smaller details as we go. Excellent. I thought of something else as you were, we were talking through this. Um, one thing I have found that is very helpful, and I don't want anyone to think that I run still on a tight schedule, but it's no fun. <laughs> you know, in summer, what we do is if you, I mean, think about it. Even as adults, can you imagine, even as entrepreneurs, we ran three months out of the year where we just got up when we felt like it, went to bed when we felt like it. So the flexibility was summer for me. I don't want kids by the end of the week all grumpy and worn out. So we pick days. Again, it's scheduled, but it's still fun and free that, okay, well, tonight, we're you know, on this night, we're not staying up till 10 o'clock watching movies. This is for little people, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, you know, those, there's different nights that we can stay up late. There's certain days we can sleep in and it's all flexible based on what we've planned. But these are things that also help keep that immune system well. So they can do the things that we want to do because we all know that there's summer colds and all the stuff that hits. And then that's the flexibility. But Taking, having chore lists, having the regular chore list, because the guys, they're going to want to jump in. If you've already scheduled out and they see on the calendar that we're going to go to the store and everybody gets to pick out a topping and an ice cream, and we're going to come back and have this massive ice cream party that is not going to cost you very much money. And they can even invite a friend or two. They're going to want to help clean up the house. So I also schedule those things kind of purposefully like oh remember your friends are coming over to play on the water slide on friday so we gotta get this stuff done they have that incentive we all work on incentives we all love dangling carrots it's okay <laughs> well and that's such a good point too about scheduling things my kids think i'm really crazy because i will literally on my calendar block out time to return emails or to do certain tasks even grocery shopping or yoga classes. They are on my calendar. If it doesn't go on there, the likelihood of certain things happening in a, the most productive manner doesn't work. I have to have that. So going into summer and having our kids be part of that planning process again, they thrive on being able to be included. They want to do these things, but it's really easy to think no, we're going to plan something else and let the entire schedule go away in the summer. And then getting back to school is so tricky because when you have that free-for-all and all of a sudden you go back to structure, 
that's tough. So being able to at least plan out certain days where they know, you know, these are more free time days, these are activity days, these are shopping days. So how do we plan our days around meeting those goals so we can still have a good time and we can have more fun because we were able to get our stuff done in a timely manner and we knew when it had to be done with a deadline. Yes. And, you know, there's, I'm married to, if you do the Meyer-Briggs testing, I'm an ISTJ. My husband is like the absolute opposite, whatever letters, I think it's E and whatever, you know, what he's like opposite. So he's a visionary. He's the creative, the huge creative. He, um, you can tell by whose bed nightstands, bedside tables, whose is whose, you know, it's just how it's been for our 26 years. And we balance each other really well where I'm more structured and, and things have to be so, and if we plan a vacation, you know, everything that's going on in the town so we can go, we don't want to miss anything, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, let's just go, let's <laughs> just go, we'll just see, we'll meet all the people. And so, you know, we meet in the middle, because I want to see this museum and not miss it. He wants to go to just ask somebody locally, like, where do we eat? And we go do that. So it's, he's helped me in some ways. I've helped him. Our kids are the same way. Different personality types as we approach summer, we need to look at that. Are there kids who just are bursting with, you can see it in them. You can see where their talents are. Can you help direct them a little bit this summer? Um, as, as I look at the personality types too, and my husband would agree, the creatives do need structure. Mm -hmm. They do need some structure. And it doesn't have to be rigid or, or binding at all. But they can help them so they can be free to be creative and get all of those ideas out and put them into action. Um, one of the worst things I did this year, and, and you know, it's my own fault. I had said, hey, they always ask, when are we going to the zoo? We live near the, well, not near the Houston Zoo, but we're pretty close, closer than a lot. <laughs> it's like still an hour. But we have family passes. We love to go to the zoo. So they ask, they ask. I put it on the calendar. But I'm not thinking, and they were up super late the night before. So we're at the zoo an hour in, and mm -hmm. here come the tears, and he touched me, and he, I'm like, <laughs> but it's just, he touched you, he said, it is constant. And I'm like, I want that sandwich. And whoa, but, you know, it took me back to when I taught public school, and you know, we're on field trips. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was like, why are they so crazy? Oh, I'm sampling. Yeah, but I had planned that too, and so if I, we step, we we rob ourselves of that joyful experience if we aren't the parents who step up enough to put those boundaries in place for their good because they don't know any better. We, you know, what baby just gets to decide, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if, if I let the triplets just do what I don't even know what it's, I forgot what it's called, um, but basically the child dictates everything can you imagine i'd be like they have to be scheduled came out to the nicu and the nurseries and the yeah. hospitals schedules for reasons you know right so schedules shouldn't be scary so i know you serve different personality types and so we do need to equip all of these kiddos with some sort of way to organize i would even say for those that it's challenging or the ones who love it get them little cheap planners because guess what they're super dirt cheap this time of year right <laughs> get them one and let them start learning how to do it when they have more free time. Mm -hmm. So they move into the fall, they can do those types of things too. You're always looking for ways to to take it back and look 
or, you know, it's okay to have cereal night. You know, that's fine. <laughs> you don't want it to be a night like, oh, I don't even know what I'm going to have. Oh, everyone's fine. We're having cereal. Right. Because, you know, go ahead and say, you know what? I've got a lot going on this day. I've got three meetings. We're going to be at the pool all day. You know, Thursday night cereal night, guys. Hope you're up for it, you know. And then it's, you're intentional. And you go to bed at night and you feel like, huh, you know, maybe you want a perfect day because it usually never is. But you feel pretty good that you did your very best as a mom. Yeah, and that's just so good to keep in the back of our minds that it's okay to do these things. It's okay to not have a proper dinner, like a regular sit-down dinner. It's okay to grab the cereal as long as, like you said, we're being intentional. We're planning those things. We're planning our day to make sure we can maximize our time together with our kids. And for those of us who are entrepreneurs that work at home, we definitely need to schedule our days a little bit differently in the summer so that maybe the kids are sleeping in a little bit and we allow for that, but maybe that's the time we're working. So it's really a matter of a give and take. It's kind of like the the teeter-totter or the seesaw where you're going back and forth. There's always a little bit of give and a little bit of take, and that especially comes into play in the summer when everyone's home and the energy's a bit different because the, the weather outside is beautiful. It's staying light longer. So we always just need to really be mindful, and I have to remind myself constantly to be mindful, to take a step back in, in the height of frustration usually and say, okay, maybe we need to create a different plan for the next day because we have this kind of same day for next week. It wasn't great today. So let's make sure that we plan it better next time. Oh, hi, Renee. I'm so glad you're here. I have to say too, that as a parent, usually at the beginning of summer, I will sometimes give my kids a full week and just say, it is your time to decompress you can do whatever you like. I'm going to be working during these times, so please entertain yourselves. Or now, my kids are 11 and 14, and they help in the business do a lot of the back-end work for our website and for our podcast and for social media. So now, it's a beautiful thing to see happening because they get to choose their own schedules. Stuff is still getting done. I'm able to get my work done and we can meet back in the middle and our day looks different. However, they can be intentional about when they're doing things too and, and giving them choices, I feel sometimes is the best thing we can do. Rather than saying, here's, here's the lineup. If they get to choose, they are more apt to contribute. They are more apt to be excited about what they're doing and just, yeah, have... Having fun together for us is so important in the summer. But again, it goes back to that schedule, not in a rigid way, like you said, but in a way that's fun and flexible. And the key takeaway is intentional. I like that. And it's a good time, too, to find out. We all know when we, as moms, well, let's say we go on vacation because we all know as moms, we go on vacation for our families, right? So, <laughs> and then we enjoy that. But if there isn't a part of that vacation where you are down, you are unplugged from what you normally are in your house. And I, even with homeschooling, it's a wonderful time to find out each, I, with each child, no matter their age, what are they interested in? I want them to be lifelong learners. So one of my children said bath. 
she loves bats. I'm like, okay. So she said, I want to, I want to read about bats. I'll learn about bats. And I said, okay. So we are going to, you know, I'm writing up for her books. We'll get from the library on bats and things we can do about bats. And, you know, like a little mini unit study, but it's more self-directed for her. And then we go to the zoo, we'll go see the bats. Um, we may even go to Austin and they have a really um, neat area where the bats come in in the evening. And so find out what they're interested in because every single time, what I think, you know, you were talking a minute ago about we have these plans of where we think we need to go on vacation, the things we need to do and plans. And they come up with, like we were saying, ice cream parties. They come up with the simple things. Mm -hmm. And you would be surprised. I would never have guessed that daughter, my little daughter, would want to learn about that. <laughs> so it's such a great time because they aren't going in, you know, eight different subjects a day and all their extracurricular. They have time. I have one daughter who said, you know what? I really want to step up and learn more violin this summer. Mm -hmm. I wonder who says, I want to play violin next year. How much does that cost? And so she's looking to make money so she can play violin. But if I don't open those conversations up, those some, some of those kiddos' personalities, they just keep it all inside. Right. And I have to draw that out. Or they think they can't do it. Well, I don't think I'd be very good at violin. Oh, yes, you would. You can do it. Because they'll start comparing to siblings or friends. And so just keeping conversations open getting up in the morning and making a smoothie for them and you have your coffee or whatever your drink of choice is, finding those pockets of time to spend with them mm -hmm. gives you as a mom some things, oh, I need to work on that. I need to encourage them in this area. I need to, um, you know, get them some tools so they can, you know, I can nurture this. And it gives you a really good time to have those things in your mind so as you do launch them into the next fall, whether you're planning their homeschooling or they're going, they're choosing extracurricular, you can really start asking questions. Did you really enjoy being on the team this last year? What are some things you liked? What are some things that were a struggle for you? And it doesn't mean if they were a big struggle, they don't do it, but you have an opportunity to help them work through that time. So using the summer and the part that's relaxed is an opportunity to, to spend more time with them and ask a lot of questions to get inside their head, no matter the age, is always a good thing to do. That's such a great tip because I know Sasha and Renee have recently been chatting in different groups about how do you plan summer? What does your summer look like? So I love all the ideas you shared today from being able to sit down with your kids, plan out your wish list, you know, and, and figure out those times when the kids' wishes go on the calendar, maybe when our wishes go on the calendar, and how we can meet back in the middle and plan the most intentional, most fun-filled summer we can and make it really simple because for you as a very busy mom, for all of us out there running businesses, raising kids, Let's simplify it all. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Let's help one another as well and encourage other parents to take the same belief and philosophy into their summers so we can all come out on the other end saying, oh, summer is over. I cannot believe it went so fast versus being the parent that says, oh, I can't wait. My kids are driving me crazy. Let's not go to that place. Let's take Shannon's advice and her amazing wealth of knowledge with her family and put that into practice this summer. Shannon, before we wrap up, I first of all want to thank you for taking a slice of time out of your daily busy life to come and share here on Facebook. 
If there are listeners or replay viewers watching, where can they come and find you and connect with you? Oh, I love being here and I love visiting with you so much. Um, well, on Facebook, my page is Shannon Robinson and the number eight, because I have eight kids, so I <laughs> Shannon Robinson, eight on Facebook. And my website is shannonrobinson.com. And if you want to connect with me, I love to do live videos and post. You'll see pretty much stuff going on in our family. But I really love helping moms simplify, especially in the areas of healthy living. Most There's a lot of moms who want to implement more healthy things, whether you know through emotional health and spiritual health and even eating healthy, too. Um, I love to help moms implement those things, but keep it simple so they can just continue to raise their kids with confidence and joy. And as I always say, just put their head down on the pillow at night and be able to have a big smile on their face that I am worn out, but I did the best I could and had a great day. Well, there you have it. Simplicity, intention, and summer. I hope you enjoyed this interview with my friend Shannon Robison. Be sure to connect with Shannon online because she gives amazing tips and tutorials. I will put all of her links in the show notes for this episode, which is number 140. Head over to ouryoungcreators.com slash 140 to connect with Shannon and watch the video version of this podcast. Until then, I wish you an amazing day, my friends. Cheers. Cheers.